Imagine a football platform where the world's best writers give you the real story about what's going on at United. Imagine no pop-up ads, no clickbait headlines and no ridiculous rumours to be let down by anymore. You don't have to imagine anymore. Meet The Athletic. No ads, no nonsense, just football. Visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash United We Stand to start your 30-day free trial and get 50% off your annual subscription. The Athletic. Welcome to Let's United We Stand podcast. It's post-match after a 25-minute implosion from United. Uh, seeing us lose the first leg of the League Cup semi-final against City by three goals to one. Um, with me tonight, uh, it's me, John Ashton. We've got Stu Edwards and fresh from his Granada TV appearance, it's Fred Talbot, uh, not Fred Talbot, sorry, Anthony Shaw. Um, lads, we'll come to the game very shortly. Firstly, uh, I know you wanted to talk about the something that's been... Been, been you know a big debate all day, but the the ticketing issue uh, and the decision to give each team uh, only three thousand away tickets, and obviously you know for two grounds that hasn't saw that as well. Um, there was a big a lot of talk today that Manchester City fans were going to take over certain sections of the ground, which obviously never materialised. But the decision in the first place to only give them three thousand tickets was a bit of a jolt, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think um, they've missed a big opportunity. I thought they could have really took the piss tonight. You know, 3-0 up at half-time. You know, there was a, a big opportunity to buy a load of tickets in United and I was thinking, you know, it could be four or five and then they start set, they start going up towards the end of the game. So at half-time, you know, as, as bad as it sounds, I'd have probably took a 3-1. Well, you, well, you were right up there because you're obviously in tier two of, of the East Stand, which is where most of the spare tickets were available. Um, did you see anything up there at all? No, it was it was pretty. It was all right actually. It was. Um, I was expecting loads of Blues in the United end today, um, with them being on general sale. Because you know, like if it, if it had been the other way around, you know, I reckon there'd have been loads of United fans trying to purchase it at their ground. So at half time, when we're three 0 down, and you know they're cheering every pass, I was thinking, you know. But I think the club have got to learn from what could have happened today. And I know it didn't really come about, but the, the um, agreement to. You know, to to start um, cutting allocations, I, I don't really know who's to be benefited to. What, why have they done it? I, I really don't get it. Well, uh, apparently, it was all on safety safety grounds. Uh, I imagine it's the city that have done it first, and we've re- retaliated as we seem to do quite a lot in the last year. So we we do fall for a sort of tit for tat process for stuff. But well, um, is it Greater Manchester Police? Because I mean, like you've watched you've watched Derby. No, I don't, think, no, I don't think it was. I don't think it was. I think it was a safety person from within City and United. Did do it? I don't know. Well, it's, it's um, very bizarre, isn't it? Because, I mean, City have been to Old Trafford in the Cup before and, you know, it's passed off without without, without the usual. I don't really understand what, why that meant that many fans would have been a problem. And it's a Tuesday night. It's not like half five on a Saturday, is it? It's stu- I mean, I shouldn't be sound so surprised when I say this, but, I mean, even by their standards, their, their, their away support tonight was pretty piss poor again, wasn't it? It's dreadful. Um, they, they sang a couple of daft songs trying to take the piss, but... They should have been ballooning for at least an hour of that game and, and then probably try to leave with 20 minutes to go just to take the piss. Um, I sat the other end of the ground tonight in the, the TRA part, which, which, to be fair, was absolutely bouncing. I'm not quite sure of the size of that. Um, Stu, you said that you're from the other end of the ground. You, you can't really hear it, which I think is a great shame. And, you know, what more can we do as well in terms of improving the atmosphere? Because what it seems to be now that we've got all the vociferous lads in one corner of the ground, yeah, but yeah. the noise just isn't travelling well enough. Yeah, I think we need to turn the speakers up like City do. <laughs> Going on to the game, um, we obviously all feared the worst when we first saw the, our team. Uh, we, you know, we, we've probably got 
a half decent first eleven. You start taking one or two players out, we suffer when you you talking about taking four or five players out. Um, the, the quality and then just shown didn't we? We are massively gaping in quality in, in comparison. Yeah, to I think that, that was a takeaway for me tonight. There was there was at times when you know City put um, four or five passes together, and I thought, you know, how, how have they kept the ball there? You know, they've got out of the press and they've kept the ball. Whereas in comparison, United, I mean, I've we've got. A, We've got um, a bloke who just, you know, we can't. Um, I, there was a, a five second spell what I thought summed up United for me, and um, it was where the ball was passed into our number 10, who should, you know, be one of your best players under under pressure and on the ball. And he just, he just bounced off him, and then he got give away a foul and got a yellow card. And it's like, that is the number 10 for United, you know. And then you look at our centre midfielders, you look at Andreas Pereira, and, you know, um, I, I mean, I, I don't, um, I don't criticise Fred tonight because I thought, out of everybody, he He's didn't one of hide. Our players he didn't him. hide, did he? Um, still not the level of him and Williams aren't hiding, but I, I just thought there was a few players tonight where I just think technically, they're so poor. And I, I, I used to defend Phil Jones from time to time. Do you know in terms of his mobility? Um, because yep. I used to think I he became a bit of a yeah. bit of a laugh, laughing stock, yeah. But um, there was a game against Huddersfield towards the end of last season, which we drew in the league. And I just noticed he's become so erratic, he can't even stand up properly. And these are players now that are playing for United, and we, we just have to say, you know, we've given new contracts in the last year or so, and it's like, what, where on earth do we go from here now? Because we've just got a team full of players that technically are nowhere near good enough. Stu, it's, it's almost become a... You know, you get sick of hearing it because the same players get yeah, criticised. Yeah. But as soon as you saw tonight, when you saw Phil Jones, when you saw Pereira, when you saw Lingard in that, that team, did you really give us any chance I of winning delighted. again? Delighted. Um, no, you look at the spine of, of, of any team, don't you? You, look, you always look at the spine, and you know I'm going to state the obvious here. Solskjaer is obviously his hands are tied. His selections very, very limited. Uh, Maguire, I can't have lost track of the games over Christmas and New Year, but there was a game two or three games ago where Maguire seemed to hold his hamstring, and I thought he's definitely not going to play next game. What happened? He gets he gets played next game. He's played too much football. Even with Lindelof next to him, Lindelof's not been great as he this season. So then you chuck Phil Jones in, who I can't remember the last time. I think I'm pretty sure he has played with Lindelof, but it's not not this season, is it? Uh, you chuck him in there, and then obviously we don't need to talk about the centre midfield. Uh, and then the top of the spine, if you like, I'm not quite sure who's meant to be up there. Is it meant to be? Are we relying on a you know a, a young lad in Greenwood? But he's certainly not playing in that number nine position. He's he's he, and he's not doing it on purpose. He's, he's obviously following direction from from Solskjaer, I'm guessing, or whoever uh, during training. So the spine of the side is weak. Then you you know then you're relying on on James, who again he's played 20 games for United, and you know we're expecting him to be the new Ronaldo. On the left-hand side, you've got a left-back who's done really well. But again, you, you know, you're relying on another 18-, 19-year-old lad because Luke Shaw's clearly not good enough. And then everywhere else over the pitch, you know, Rashford, you know, he scored tonight, but he was captain tonight. He was disinterested at some point. Yeah, it, I, I, don't, I don't think I saw him open his mouth best, once. Yeah. How can you make someone captain? So the, 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 the starting eleven, like I said, it was... It was How has he got that bad, though? Because I don't know. Have, have we bought these players, you know, that are technically that bad or... Is there an issue with coaching also? Because I can't, can't for the life of me understand how, with all the money we've spent, how we can field a team like that in the Manchester derby. And it's all right saying, you know, but we knew before kickoff that that team was nowhere near good enough, did we? I mean, Andres Pereira is holding the midfield for us, and it's like, 
Fair they, enough, they've started know. without a striker, haven't they? You could say that we have as well, to be fair. But they've, they've come to Trafford without a striker and scored. I think they were worried, obviously, about what happened in the game uh, at their place. And they wanted to shore up the midfield a little bit more. And they, they definitely did that this time. But I think Ant's right. The, the fact that you know we, we had four... How many first-team players out? Probably four today. And you were having to go to those bare bones. You know, the bench yeah. is then full of kids. Yeah. We, we, we never really... Yeah. Yeah. Season that yeah. way, on the we? bench, like you just said, yeah. it's full of... Gomez, who who should never play for us again by all accounts. Chong, who would who, who three four weeks ago wasn't going to play for us again, but he's had to draft these players in. And what what how committed are they? I thought to be fair, Gomez did okay when he came on. He did play well. I thought. <laughs> well, well, I, I think he's made, where he's made the gravest error, Solskjaer, of, of his um, time here. He's when you know in March we knew that Marouane Fellaini was, had left. We knew that Ander Herrera was leaving, and we had six months to identify a midfielder and buy one. Now it's all right saying. We're waiting for the right player, but at, but at the same token, you know you have to balance that. So Alex Ferguson wouldn't let a player go before he bought another well one. We, in. we were talking about yeah. this on the way here, and, you, and you're basically saying is, you know, where's where's the next step that United go? Do, do we now panic buy? Do we because there is a gaping hole in my field? Do we stick with what we've got if we can't get the right player in? Do you panic buy? Do you do what we've been doing over the past few years and buying players for the sake of playing? You know, it's it's a tough choice now that the manager's got because clearly the squad isn't strong enough. But clearly, the probably the players we want aren't available either. So, do, do we buy the wrong players and hope they come good, or what do you do for me? Maybe you? it's a staged thing because I I don't think we're in a position now where we can say, all oh, right, well, well we'll wait for this player. And if, if he's that good, other clubs will be after him, and they won't choose Manchester United. You've got a chance. They'll watch a game like that tonight, and they won't they won't choose to. Well, this this comes back to scouting, though. You know, why are we not doing what other clubs are doing? Why are we not got spotting the next players? You know, and and is it and, it, and does it apart from the scouting, does it come back to the, the training methods and stuff? Because is it no coincidence that we always seem to have four or five people out injured? Uh, Liverpool last season, I think Salah was out maybe th- for three or four weeks, missed maybe four or five games. But apart from that. You know these other clubs don't seem to, they seem to play more as the same eleven thirteen players every week, so you know Rojo's always injured, Bailey's always injured, Two and Sabi's now injured, Phil Jones is always injured. I don't. Martial always seems to have a knock. Rashford always seems to be bobbing around the pitch. Is it something that we're doing in training as well? What what are we doing in training? I think there's just so much wrong in and it's where to start. And you know you can start saying, oh we'll we'll look at a different manager, but. He's, he's, he's literally rotten to the core. Well, in well, this it. is what so this is why I, this is why I'm willing to give Solskjaer the benefit of the doubt for now on it. And I, I've said this from the start of the season. We all know that that squad, where he's got, I, I don't think Solskjaer's done a great job so far. I don't think he's done a bad one either. I think I think it's about par for, well, for that it's squad. His staff as well, isn't it? Of course it is. But what if he obviously first come in and his first priority was get rid of the bad eggs out of the squad, even if he cannot replace them. And let's face it, this squad is weaker than the one he inherited. So do we have to just ride it? Do we have to just ride it out and, and back him in the transfer market? But then, how much do you trust our board to be able to back him in the right way? And then, uh, yeah, but then we're in a position where, you know, if we're selling Lukaku on the eve of the season and we're not buying a striker when we're already short there, and four games in we're already bringing Mason Greenwood off the bench. I mean, um, are United now in a position where we're saying we're writing off seasons? You know, United should never start a season. Writing it off, should they? Well, then, do you go back to the point you made that are you then just buying players for the sake of it because you can't get the ones you want? Well, I, I, I mean, my thing would be Lukaku wouldn't have gone anywhere until I found somebody, and it's our, you know, small in as well. But what, what sort of influence does he have on the dressing room in, in the short term? I mean, I've watched, I've watched Phil Jones tonight at centre half for United, and um, you know, I, I hate the fact that sometimes he's scapegoated. I don't, I don't like that. But the fact of the matter is, now anybody with half a brain watching that game. 
knows he isn't good enough. His arms are all over the place. What, he can't stand I think up. What, what Solskjaer would, would, would argue back to, you looked at that first half today, which could have easily turned into an absolute massacre today. I mean, we all we all would have took 3-0 at half-time. You know, you think back to the game at Everton um, towards yeah. the end of last season, and that's when he clearly saw that, that well, regardless of what they're capable of, he had to get two or three individuals out of that football club because they just literally had down tools. So will he at least take some comfort from the way we fought back a little bit in that second half. The quality's not there, but his argument will be, well, at least the spirit's there, at least the fight's there, and that's, that's something to build that's, on. That's all he can say in this January window. The longer it goes on, obviously, the more, you know, looking at that, perfor that performance tonight, first half, it's just added probably £10 million to Madison's transfer fee, hasn't it? So this figure that's been banded around about £50 million plus whoever, Lingard, given Matic, Matic, Lingard, Matter and Pereira, and £50 million. But... Madison's got to be worth 100 million. If Maguire's 80 million, yeah, he's got to be 100 million. So we're taking the piss if we're offering 45 he, million in Lingard. Is he almost in the ungettable range right now? Because well, well, why would Leicester, why, would, why on earth would Leicester sell him right, right so, now? So my mate made a good point to me. Um, so can, would, would Leicester turn down, I don't know, 120 million for Madison? Probably tomorrow? not, probably not. Well, exactly. Otherwise, could, you could see him, you could see Madison maybe at Liverpool, at Chelsea, who knows, in the summer. And that's what we've done before. Well, we've 120 we've million for players barely even had an England cap yet. I mean, can you could you want well, us to see us else? paying that either? Well, well, we've done it before, haven't we? We've I don't remember us paying 120 million for no, two million. But, that's, but, 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 but 120 million is, is probably the equivalent. You know, we paid we paid 40 for Lindelof. Yeah. It, it's gone up, hasn't it? And and not just because we're desperate for players now, but that's the thing with January. I don't believe this this bullshit about you know Champions League. The thing is, obviously, the club, the hierarchy, Glazers, whatever, want Champions League football. Now you have a you have a bite the bullet and spend 150, 200 million now and get two players in which would possibly get you those extra points and push you on to finishing fourth I think we've missed the ball or you don't I, well that fourth so, spot well, well, you, the fact of the matter is United knew on the 31st of August or whenever the transfer window closed this year I can't remember that, that United knew that that squad was short so and they sold Romelu Lukaku they sold Chris Smalling Chris Smalling could have played centre-half tonight and he'd have done a damn sight better than the ones that did. Well, I think the, the smaller thing was the fact he had so many centre-halves, he had to go, get rid of at least one oh, out right, of there. And he's ended up getting... Well, I think that's the case, yeah. I think that's the reason. I think he's yeah. gone for the gun and took the player that no, no one he showed the most interest. Newcastle were meant to be favourites, weren't they, in the summer? So so yeah, so we're, we're selling players now to save on wages, even though we might need them. So I, I just don't... You know, there needs to be a balance and United are getting it... I think they've gone too far the other way this year. I really do, and it, I do sort of like despair at some people on Twitter, you know, Twitter and social media and all that. Why aren't we buying this player? Why aren't we buying that player? Because fact, the, the fact is, is that none of them probably want to fucking come to United at the moment. And um, I do actually think that. We may be even setting our standards too high with a, the with a calibre of players that we're chasing. Leicester can't compete with United regarding wages, can they? We, we know that. So that's what it would come down to, money, wouldn't it? If a, if a, if a transfer fee and the player obviously wants to come, unfortunately, eight times you, out of ten nowadays... You're not buying anyone from Leicester in January. Well, that's, that well, that, so but, no but the other thing is, he's, you know, he's, he's a United fan yeah. and all the rest of it. But I, I agree, I don't think he will come in January. No, no chance. And, and Solskjaer, I might as well say to... Edward would whoever I'm gonna I'm gonna I've got to carry on playing these three or four young lads. Well, well this this is we, the point. We, then, we so might so finish eight. So I'm saying, do you write seasons off or do you wait for the right player? You know, you have, have we? Well, got we've written six seasons off, haven't we? Well, that's another. Like, I mean, are, are we, we, we can be reactionaries of fan base. Are we? Are we? You know, have we just got to all take it on the chin tonight and say that we, we've had three or four injuries out against? Still, for me, the best time team in the country. Um, 
and we've just got four to take weeks in the bet. Four weeks ago to the day, we went there and, and should have been three 0 up after half an hour. We had and a few we more players playing though, didn't we? Yeah, Maguire, yeah, Maguire was playing, Mitsomine yeah. was playing, Martial was playing. We had all those players Fair out points. today. United have two yeah. injuries in centre midfield, and that means Andreas Pereira has to move out of position to hold the midfield for United, and that is. You, you, you know these things are going to happen before the season starts. You know you're going to get injuries. And we said this, didn't we, back in November? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a long season, Christmas. If now. you're still in the Cups and then before the Europa League starts in February, January is January's going to be a horrible month, yeah. isn't it? We've got a Cup replay next week. God knows Norwich are coming to have a go on Saturday. We've got Anfield. Then we've got the return leg. We've got Wolves again, beginning of February. I mean, it's the, not going to get much better, is it? See, I, I'm a drunken stupor on the, on the podcast on, um, on Saturday on the way home from Wolves. Um, <laughs> One thing that I couldn't get my head round was how United didn't go for broke and tried to either at least take some more risks and win that game. And because the last thing United needed was a replay, was a replay in a cup game, yeah, which yeah. which baffled me again. You know, and it's, it's not against like we're going to come up against crap in the replay. It's, it's going to be a tough side. And obviously, if we get through, you could also have to go to Watford against them. And it's the extra pressure at home in an home game as well, isn't it? Whatever the crowd's going to be next Wednesday against Wolves, 60,000 plus, there's still that extra pressure tonight. I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't agree with it. We've spoken about booing before, but that was the loudest boo at half-time in, in quite a while. All right, I'm going to ask you a question that I've not asked you yet since I think it was around about March okay. when we lost 2-0 at home to PSG. Have you not got any chance of going through to the next round? No, next question. <laughs> And do you guys any chance? No, there's absolutely no chance at the moment. No, man, we all did say that as well. Especially with our pack January. I mean, PSG was a bit, bit of a freak result, and I, t- I totally wrote us off. I think I think um, when I was on the train over to, to Paris, I actually said, I'd give us a 1% chance. And, um, you know, it, ca- it came about in fortunate circumstances, even by our standards. But um, I do think, I, I just think that, you know, I, I'm really disappointed about tonight, and... I think our squad is really co- it's really being exposed now, and it, I, I think we knew this at the start of the season. Even after we beat Chelsea four 0 everyone was saying, you know, we're going to be playing Thursday, Sunday a lot. We've sold players who United didn't have many players that could play 45, 50 games a season, and Chris Smalling was one of them. Lukaku was probably another. So, you know, we're really down to the bare bones now, aren't we? And it's it's not looking. Not looking no, good at all. Two, 2 1, you'd think, uh, you never know. And, and obviously, this depends as well. But it's three weeks ago, three weeks to the three next leg, weeks, end of it? January. So, if you know, if we've got. If we've, we've also got an FA Cup replay. Yeah, but if we sign we've, to we've it, got three well, players, well, that's going to make a difference, isn't it? Yeah. Whether the first, second, first. Do you want us to still sign in two or three players this month, though? No, I don't. <laughs> but that, 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 I'm saying is that that would make a difference to people's. And let's not forget as well. Game. Yeah, let's not forget. I mean, Likewise, the, the, City could sign a play, couldn't they? The transfer window's closed, been closed like for the last six months. Fair enough, but you still can, you can still do the background work. You just yeah, sign the bloody papers. So yeah. United have had six months to sign a player for first of January, haven't they? And they've not, they've not done it. And it just keeps happening. I mean, it, we knew in March that Herrera and Fellaini were leaving and not going to be at the club next season. What has been done about it? And it's all right saying, yeah, we're waiting for the right player. Newcastle don't want to sell Sean Longstaff, but. You need to find somebody fucking else then, because you you know you you're going to end up in a situation where Andreas Pereira is holding the midfield in a cup semi-final against City, and it's not even fair on him. He's not good enough for that position, is it? No. And um, you know, I think he's, he's just. I think we've gone too far the other way. We're too oh, we're waiting for the right player and that, all of that, but we need we need some bodies in that squad who are good enough to play football. Three games without a win that now. Um... Norwich at home on Saturday that becomes a massive game isn't it we've got to win we've got to get back to winning ways 
you'd think so. I'd I guess the team's absolutely fighting for life. He's shown, shown a bit of recovery as well in the last it's, couple of weeks. It's a free hit for a minute. They're, you know, they're, the manager team talk there will be, you know, you're expected to lose even against this current United team and squad and all the rest of it. But they're coming to Old Trafford, so it's been for a few seasons now. People, teams aren't scared of coming to Old Trafford. And what do United do as well? Did he did he drop Dan James on Saturday because he's he's certainly looking tired, isn't he? Well, it's, it's not the game for someone like Dan James. Anyway, he's fantastic away from home when you've got a yeah. counter attack. But he's not exactly the most cultured of of right wings. Is he's going to you know break down defences? So, but then like you said, who do you then play in a, play in this position? Um, you know, the likes of Gomez probably did himself no harm tonight. He, he put in a good shift. Williams again at, at left back did but, quite well. But you would still be surprised if Gomez died on Saturday, wouldn't you? You would indeed. He did all right when he came on. I, I thought so. Yeah. I thought so. I mean, the second half, like I said, you've got to give United a bit of credit. We did bounce back. Whether that was it took the foot off the gas a little bit, I don't know. But I mean, it was a shame that we completely imploded for 20 minutes in that first half. Any player um, worthy of a bit of praise from you tonight? Because was two or three that were terrible. But you, you know, second half was all right. I think you mentioned it at the beginning of this conversation. Fred probably was trying to be busy, and again, you feel a bit sorry for him. And you know, I never thought I'd be saying that about Fred. So, like six weeks ago, and he's, you know, he is trying to, I don't know, carry carry the ball, and he's trying to get stuck, and he's trying to do what he can for someone who's obviously not that big himself and physical. He's he was up against it tonight, wasn't he? Um, you know, their midfield without breaking sweat, really, danced around us for half an hour in that first half, didn't he? Well, that's something I never thought I'd see. Stu Edwards giving Fred Man of the match. Well, I, I yeah, I mean, but the two, um, <laughs> the two that uh, I thought didn't hide at all were Williams, Williams. and Fred. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, I, I probably Half got probably struggling, aren't you? Probably just go with Williams. Yeah, me. I wouldn't disagree with anything you said there. So we're going to uh, give a joint Man of the match, I think, today for for Brandon Williams and Fred. Yeah, they can both share it. Um, Thanks very much for listening. Uh, obviously, a disappointing uh, evening for, for if you're if you're a United fan. Uh, we'll be back on Saturday for something from the Norwich game. And just remember that, as fabulous as they may have as a football team, they're still in a way support full of absolute embarrassing divs. We'll leave you there for tonight. Thank you very much for listening. Take care. Bye bye.